0: with DJ Shockley, West Durham. Welcome to the Atlanta Falcons postgame breakdown presented by AT&T, a winning night in Charlotte. 25-17 to 17 is the final tonight at Bank of America Stadium. They've left the lights on for us here at Mercedes-Benz <laughs> tonight. Uh, impressive performance tonight for Atlanta, Shock.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously coming in here on a short week, yep, having the tough loss you just had, and be able to come in here and get a win on the Thursday night, a division opponent, nonetheless, a team that – Kind of dominated you in your own building the last time you seen them. And to be able to come out here and get a win I thought was pretty impressive. And the way you did it, gritty at the tough end end of that ball game, was uh, really impressive.
0: Well, and you held the uh, Carolina Panthers to uh, 304 yards of total offense tonight on 52 plays, an average of under six. And, by the way, Atlanta had 401 on 68 plays. Falcons also won time of possession tonight by better than 13 minutes. Wow. Uh, But the defense probably is the story tonight. You think? Even uh, though you had some red zone frustrations offensively. Yeah,
1: I mean absolutely. I mean you look at this ball game and you say, Well, you struggled in the red zone, you kicked a lot of field goals. Right. But there's a reason why you're still in this ball game. Your defense. Your defense played really well. And we talked about on third down being two for ten. A lot of pressure on Teddy Bridgewater throughout this ball game. I thought it was relentless pressure. They changed the looks on this Carolina offense a lot of this ball game and the front four did a really awesome job and on the back end. Uh, you didn't give up those big explosive plays that you're right. used to seeing throughout the season.
0: Well, and you see Mike Davis gets hemmed in here. What oh, a great play by time. Grady Jarrett to shove the guard back into Davis. And then Foye Aluokin, uh comes over the top. And then we move into the third quarter. And more as the rain starts to fall, he misfires there for Robbie Anderson, who had a big ball game in here a couple weeks ago the, uh, on the play that uh, resulted in two fouls and the ejection of Charles Harris in the ball game. And then here, though, with under nine to go, you're getting plays by guys like Bleedy Ray Wilson, who's in there replacing Kendall Sheffield.
1: And the one thing I like watching this ball game was, you guys talked about it on the broadcast, not a lot of yards after the catch. This right. was a team that was known after they catch the football, getting yards after the catch. Big sack by Deion Jones here on that last drive, uh, putting more pressure on them. Obviously, they come back and have the big completion on third right. and 17, but this was a big-time play here. It forced Carolina to throw the football down. I feel something they haven't really done all game but uh, the lack of yards after catching his ball game I thought was crucial.
0: Yeah I know Arch talked about it on radio you mentioned it as well in some of your keys here here's Bridgewater now this is the final play at least from the Panthers perspective the flag was for a hold on the Panthers and Bleedy Ray Wilson's second interception of the season and that salts away a a 25-17 win tonight from the defensive perspective we're going to get some Offensive highlights here in, uh, in just a moment. Uh, Keanu Neal, seven tackles tonight. Uh, half dozen unofficially for Deion Jones. Seems like he had more. A.J. Yeah. Terrell, five. Foyer Aluakan five as well. And the interception we told you for uh, Bleedy Ray Wilson. Uh, some of these stats tonight. Atlanta had 28 first downs. And we're getting ready to go to the offense here in just a second. 28 first downs. They were three of nine on third. Now, Carolina had been allowing almost a 55% conversion rate on third down. They were 31st in the NFL coming into the ball game. Uh, but as we get down to some of these offensive highlights, we saw a lot of different guys run the ball here, yeah, right? Yeah.
1: It was the first time I think we saw Quadre Allison today right. had a nice big run uh, obviously, Gurley got going late in the ballgame, but also Brian Hill. He has been a bright spot for him, and this is something that I thought is really underrated. Matt Ryan's ability to run the football, use his legs throughout this ball game. He had a couple runs yep. where he picked up key first downs, and we saw the touchdown run there, and Gurley at the end of this ball game. This offensive line, I thought, was really physical. They changed the line of scrimmage. Look at Alex Mack getting to the second level there on this touchdown run, creating that hole, and Gurley, with his big 225-pound yeah. frame finishing off this Carolina defense late in the game, and that's why you you got it because you expect things like that to happen late in the ball games. So.
0: Eighth touchdown run of the year for Ty Gurley. Matt Ryan's tenth career rushing touchdown, uh, by the way, in the uh, in the first half of play Long tonight. Longest of his career too, right? Uh, thirteen yeah, probably yeah. so. <laughs> Even if it's not, we'll go with it tonight because it's late. <laughs> um, the uh, so the Falcons get the rushing scores now. The one concern here, shock. Uh, field goals in red zone tries early. Youngway Koo kicks four field goals tonight. But early in the game, unlike Minnesota where you took three turnovers and got 17 points, yeah. tonight you're kicking field goals in the first quarter on red zone trips.
1: Yeah, truly unfortunate. You do a good job of going 20-20. to You move the football up yep. and down the field. That's nothing that this offense uh, struggles with. But Once you get in the red zone, you struggled on early down situations. First and second down, either you had – Negative yardage plays or no yardage right. plays, so now you're in second and third and long, and it's hard to do that when a defense knows that you're going to throw the football, and they kind of teed off on you, get in the red zone, and you kind of stagger a little bit, and not able to convert. So, field goals, yeah, you want points, but you'd rather have touchdowns.
0: All right, that's the one other the uh, that's one piece of the tough news. The other piece of the tough news is an unknown, and that was the first half injury to Calvin Ridley. It looks yeah. like a foot injury. Uh, Ridley left the ball game. Uh, I think he tried to come back, couldn't, ends up leaving the field, uh, does not play ruled out in the second half. Uh, We'll wait and see. It's a long week before Denver is here, a week from Sunday in this building at 1 o'clock. That's a good thing, right?
1: Yeah, Yeah, I mean, you never want to see Calvin go down. He was playing some of his best football. Hopefully it's just something that, it's just rest, rehab, gets him back going, and he's ready to go next week for Denver, but... Unfortunate to see him go down because he's had a special year to
0: this point. Yep. Uh, By the way, uh, a guy who did not play 18 days ago when they first played, Showed up tonight. <laughs> here, Seven yeah. for 137 <laughs> for Julio Jones. Fifth time he's been over 100 yards against the Panthers Goodness in his career. gracious,
1: you thought he was going to go for another 300 in his ball game where he started with 85 yards in the first quarter. And it started on the first play of the game. I yeah. love the aggressiveness of Dirk Cutter coming out. Three play action passes, throwing the football down the field. You get three first downs. But it's hard to cover Julio out in space. And when the run game's working, you get those linebackers flying up, and now you get an opportunity to throw the football down the field. Julio usually is going to make those guys pay, and it's hard to cover him when you got one or two guys.
0: All right. Now, Jones targeted ten times tonight, seven for 137. The impact of that is the longest play was 28. (laughs) So, whenever he was getting it tonight, he was making it count.
1: Yeah, and that's what matters the most. He's a – first down machine whenever he gets the football and they love to push him down the field mm. and he just turns people around I remember he's turning over uh, these defensive backs and yep. he understands about space where to sit down on that particular crossing route Julio is one of the best in the league and we see it week in and week out here for the Falcons
0: uh, Matt Ryan finishes 21 to 32 no touchdowns first half interception to Dante Jackson tonight uh, as we said Falcons go over 400 yards of offense uh, penalties, yeah, a little tough tonight. Six for yeah. 63, and uh, three of them were for 15 yards. So, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, stuff like that that uh, I'm sure they'd rather wipe out. Turnovers finished at uh, one apiece, by the way, after the interception by Bleedy Ray Wilson. All right, DJ, you've got two wins in your first eight. Denver is here a week from Sunday. They host the Chargers. They're two and four through the first uh, right. six, seven games ball so far. Uh, I don't know that we know what to expect when Vic Fangio's team comes in here a week from Sunday. Drew Locke's taking snaps. They're talking about signing guys. It's it's kind of been a mess out there, Phillip. Lindsey's been sidelined quite yeah. a bit in the, in the first half of the season for the Broncos.
1: And that's why it's even more important you focus on yourself. Yep. Right At 2-6, at, at and six, you have to do the things that's going to make it right. We saw a couple of plays tonight where the Falcons hurt themselves. It's not like the other mm. team is beating them. They're hurting themselves. And this is a good football team. I mean, obviously the record doesn't show it, but this is a good football team that's had opportunities to win ball games yeah. and just hasn't been able to finish them. But – if you come in here and do what you're supposed to do on your side of the ball and do your particular job, the Falcons have a good chance of winning regardless of who they're playing.
0: All right, weekend's off to a good start. Despite the rain and storms and wind, hope everybody's <laughs> safe here in uh, in the state of Georgia and in particular in the metro Atlanta area. We look forward to seeing you in this building next Sunday when the Broncos are here for a one o'clock start. We'll have radio coverage for you on 92.9 The Game starting at 11 a.m. and then DJ, and I'll be right back here right after the ball game for the uh, Atlanta Falcons post-game breakdown presented by AT&T. Have a good weekend, everyone.